Welcome to Wannabe Clutter Free, formerly Wannabe Minimalist, the podcast for busy families who are tired of the chaos, fed up with being overwhelmed, and ready to enjoy life again. Each week, we talk about how to let go of the clutter so that you can focus on the things that actually matter. And it's not just physical clutter. We talk about the mental and emotional stuff too, because if it's holding you back, it's time to ditch it. I share what I've done in my own life to declutter, organize, and calm the chaos, but you won't just hear it from me. There are amazing guests too. It's practical, doable, and simple for those of us that want to be clutter-free. You know how life doesn't stick to a schedule? Well, why should your paycheck? That's where Earn In comes in. It's an app that lets you access the money you've earned right when you need it, not just on payday. Imagine this, your dog suddenly needs a vet or your kid has a little accident and needs a dentist, ASAP. We've been there and waiting for your payday in those situations just doesn't make sense and it adds unnecessary stress. With EarnIn, you can pull up to $100 per day or up to $750 each pay period directly from your earnings without the crazy fees or interest rates. It's super simple. Download the EarnIn app, verify your paycheck, and get access to your earnings as you earn them. You decide what to tip, and whatever you use gets settled on your next payday. More than 3.5 million users are finding relief and a sense of security with EarnIn, calling it a lifeline for financial stability. That peace of mind, it's priceless, and it could be yours. Ready to give it a try? Download Earn In today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earn In app, type in Clutter under Podcast when you sign up. It'll really help out the show. That's Clutter under Podcast. Earn In is a financial technology company, not a bank. Subject to your available earnings, daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank & Trust, member FDIC. Well, hey there, my friend. Welcome back to the show. I'm Deanna Yates, and you are listening to episode 192 of the Wannabe Clutter-Free Podcast. On today's episode, I am chatting about some of the apps that I use in my life that are my absolute favorites and that make a huge difference for me and make things run so much easier. And so hopefully they can help you in your life if you are trying to pare things down or just make things simpler or really just kind of clear all that clutter out of your mind, these apps will definitely help. But before we hop into that, I want to just say thank you so much for joining me for this episode. I know you are taking time out of your busy day and I don't take that lightly. So I do want to make sure that I give you helpful information that will inspire you on your journey of living a better life with less stuff. And if you are so inclined, I would absolutely love for you to invite a friend. If you enjoy what you hear on today's episode or any of the episodes, really invite someone along on this journey with you. It is so much more fun and really more rewarding when you are decluttering or organizing or trying to live with less when you have friends on this journey with you. Because trust me, it is super hard to make changes if you are the only one doing so. And also, it will be a lot more fun when you can find alternative things to do with your friends and family and loved ones when you are making lifestyle changes. So if you're used to going out and going shopping with your friends, having another friend that's making lifestyle changes with you will make you more successful because you can think of other things to do instead of that. Maybe you will talk about something you learned on a podcast. Maybe you'll help each other declutter your closets. Maybe you will go for a coffee date or take a walk around the park or go for a hike. Something like that that will take you out of that shopping mode and get you into making those positive changes that you want to in your life. So 
definitely recommend getting other people on this journey with you and inviting them to listen to the podcast can be an easy way for you to do that. And just one other thing I want to remind you of before we get going is that I do have a private podcast feed. So if you enjoy listening to this podcast but don't want to have to listen to any of the ads or the intro or anything like that, you can get a very clean experience by going to wannabeclutterfree.com forward slash supporter. And there you will find all the information you need to sign up and become a supporter of the show for just $5 a month. All right, so let's get into today's episode because it is going to be a good one. So I was looking through my phone the other day because I do regularly clean it up. It does get to be a little bogged down. I am not um, opposed to trying new things, giving them a test run, and then deleting them if they don't work. I, I do that in my life with my physical things. I do it in my life with my digital things as well. And so some of the apps that I've tried, you know, don't always work out. I'm not going to go negative. I'm not going to talk about any of those that I don't use on a regular basis. But I'm going to tell you some that maybe you don't know about uh, that really can make a big difference. So one of my favorite ones is the Intent app. So if you have tried meal planning and you like the concept, but you just hate the idea of actually creating that meal plan, well, there's a few things you can do. One, you can find recipes from different people. I have done that lots of times, looking for different meal plan options through various email subscriptions and things like that. Or you can try to find an app that will make this easier for you. And Intent is one of those apps. So what I love about Intent, I'm going to pull it up on my phone and kind of walk through it while we're having this conversation. And then, of course, I will make sure that I link to all of these apps in the show notes. So you can find those at wannabeclutterfree.com forward slash the number 192. And that will help you find the links to all of these. Of course, I'll have them in the regular show notes wherever you're listening to this. You can get that as well. But if you are on my website listening to this, you can find them there. Okay, so what's great about Intent is when you open the app, it's very simple. There's just at the bottom, they've got plan, groceries, log, recipes, and settings, and you can create your meal plan. I should go ahead and say that this is a free app, so there's absolutely nothing holding you back from giving it a try and seeing if it works for you. And when you hit plan, it'll open up and it'll ask if you want to start right away, if you want to start it this weekend, or you can set your own custom date for whenever you want it to start. It's very simple. So let's say I'm going to start for tomorrow. It will automatically create a a five-day meal plan for you, but you can extend it and make it shorter or longer, whatever you'd like to do. So you can customize that as well. And then when you hit next, it will ask you if you want to do breakfast, lunch, dinner, or snacks. You can do four meals a day. You can do one meal a day. We generally just have it do our dinner. When When I set it up, I just select dinner. Because breakfast is simple. We have a few things that we cycle through and do for breakfast. Lunch for us is always leftovers from the night before. So I only have to make one meal a day and then heat it up the next day. Both my husband and I work from home. So that saves us a lot of money. And it's so much easier for me just to make one big meal a day. And then snacks, again, those are things we're already going to have on hand. I don't need help figuring out what vegetables we want or fruit we want for snacks. So I always get rid of those options as well. It's real simple. You just uncheck the ones you don't want and then it builds your meals. It goes to building meals. And what happens is you can then review the five options that it gives you if you do your the base five day that it starts with and you can swap them out. And that is what's so great. But let's go ahead and just pick all those ones that they give you automatically. 
And if you subscribe to premium, it will give you the nutrition that's in all of those, but you don't have to. You can get so much information just by having the base plan. And then what's even better is they give you a grocery list. This part is amazing. So then it comes through, it gives you a grocery list, and it starts with your pantry. And these are likely the things you already have on hand. So just check off the ones you have, go to the next list, and then it's all the groceries. And you have the same option here. Go through, check off the things you already have in your kitchen. And then when you're done, you can take this list and you can grocery shop from it. It's so amazing. When you go to the grocery store, pull it up, check off the things as you put them in your cart, and you are good to go. And it will do the five things you already have. Now, one thing I love to do is I like to copy that grocery list and then I put it into Notion, which is my second app I'm going to talk about. But let's finish up Intent. So if you've ever tried meal planning and you don't like the process of actually planning the meals, please check out Intent. I love this app and it makes it so much easier to plan our meals when I'm not using a meal kit and I just want to be able to have that flexibility. This is my go-to app. All right, so I was getting into it a little bit. I was going to actually, Notion was app number three on my list, but let's just go there now because I already mentioned it for grocery shopping. In the Chaos to Calm Summit, I talked about five lists that I swear by, that I have in my life and makes it so much easier. And Notion is what I use to keep track of all of my lists. It keeps track of everything from running this podcast to my personal life. In fact, I am reading these notes off of Notion right now as I am recording this episode. And I love Notion so much. It makes it easy for me to collaborate with my assistant. It makes it easy for me to make the notes on my computer and I can take them with me on my phone. I can pull them up anywhere I am. But one of my must, must have lists is my grocery list. I make a blueprint grocery list and then every time I go to the grocery store, I copy that list. It's just a checklist. I copy that list and then I cross off anything I don't need. And then I already have the list already made. So I'm not remaking a list every single time I go shopping because 80% of the things we buy are the same 80% every time. I buy the same things every time I go to the grocery store. We have the food we like. That is the food I buy. Now, some of these things, of course, are going to be a little different. If I'm making a new recipe I've never made before, well, there's wiggle room, right? I can buy different things at the store, but I hate having to make that same list every single time. And a blueprint grocery list is super easy for me. And so I love Notion because I'm constantly on my computer doing different things. It does have a little bit of a learning curve, but it is free there's so much you can do with it for free. I actually do pay for it because I store a lot of things in here. I'm using it for my business and personally. So for me, it is worth it to pay the extra fee um, to have it everywhere I need and uh, be able to put so much information in here. But it is an amazing system. So I highly recommend checking it out. It is notion.so. Of course, I will link to it in the show notes. But what I will do, so that intent list, let's go back to what we were doing there. I will take that intent grocery list that was just created with that first app, and I will copy it over to my grocery list in Notion. And now from there, I can combine the two really easily. I have it, my list is set out by the layout of the grocery store. So I know I go to Aldi every time. I know exactly what thing is in which aisle. So that is how my grocery store is listed, or my grocery list is sorted so that I can just check it off as I go. I'm not going up and down on the list. It makes it super simple. I know if I forget something because it's, you know, in the order of the store. 
So I will organize my intent list into my Notion grocery list, and then I'm ready to go grocery shopping. Super simple, quick, and easy. And Notion is a great way for me to just keep all of that organized. All right, let's take a quick break real quick. And when we come back, I've got one, two, three, four, five, six more things on the list. So stay tuned. Feel like you're the martyr in your family? You're not alone. Hey, this is Joanne. And Brie. And we're from the No Guilt Mom podcast. Brie, we talk to a lot of moms. Yeah, we sure do. And if you're a mom who has a to-do list that is so massive that you get overwhelmed and you shut down. Or if you fall into the habit of doing everything for everyone and don't know how to change it, we can help you become a no guilt mom. We're going to take you from family martyr to family model. That's role model so that you role model the behavior that you want to see out of your kids. You're going to go from being tired and overwhelmed to energized and guilt free. Every week, you'll get actionable strategies that you can implement right away from the experts that we interview and from us. We also have a whole lot of fun. So check out the No Guilt Mom podcast everywhere you listen to your favorite shows. No one told us the truth about parenthood. Why? This is the podcast everyone needed before they had kids because now that those little ones are here, there is a lot to unpack. I'm Rachel Shepardota, and I am your host for the podcast, No One Told Us, where we tell the truth about parenting and let you in on all the stuff you really should have known about before having kids. I am the founder of Hey Sleepy Baby, but this podcast is so much more than sleep. We'll be diving into all the topics that you really care about and need to know while you do your best job raising those adorable, tidy humans. Our goal is to just make you feel less alone and less overwhelmed. There are so many things that no one tells us before becoming a parent, and I think that we should really pull back the curtain on becoming a first-time or second-time mom or dad to share the good, the bad, and the ugly. We'll have a little education, a little fun, and a whole lot of heart that goes into each and every episode. So join me and our amazing guests each week to hear us talk about what no one told us. Welcome back. All right, let's get into app number three that makes my life so much easier. And this app is probably one you have not heard of. It is called Rate, and it's actually R8 is the the way the app is written. So it's R8, but you pronounce it Rate. And have you ever had that moment where you are trying to figure out what to watch on a Friday night with your family? It's Friday night movie night. That's our normal routine. And trying to figure out what to watch, what have we watched, what service is it on, being able to like look at everything in one place, Rate has been a game changer for us. So what I love about this app is it will tell me what shows or movies are on any different service. So I can pick the services I have. We like to cycle out our services. So sometimes we'll have Netflix and sometimes we'll have Disney Plus. And it's really frustrating when you don't know what is on which service and having to go through all the different services to look for what you want to watch and then figuring out where it is and all that kind of stuff. So Rate solves that problem for me. I get to go in and I say what services we have and I can pull up a curated watch list. Now, anytime somebody recommends a movie to me or I hear something in passing or I read about it and I go, oh, that sounds fun to watch, I put it on my Rate watch list. And then on movie night, I can sort by the services we have that month and I can pick my movie from there. It saves us so much time. And it just makes it a great way for us. It's a beautiful app too, by the way. It is so nice and beautiful and intuitive to use. 
And to be able to just go through and find a movie quickly is wonderful. But what's also fun is if you get your friends and family on the app, you can see what they like too. And so you can start to follow your friends and family. You can get recommendations from them. I mean, how many times have you finished a show and then asked your friends and family like, hey, what should I watch next? Well, this cuts that step out. You'll automatically see what they're watching and what they recommend. And so after every time you watch something, you can give it a thumbs up, give it like an, "Eh, that was okay, or like, I really didn't like that. And that way you can get ideas from your friends and family instead of just from random internet strangers about what they like to watch. So that one has been really great. Definitely check that out in the show notes. It's r8app.com, I think is the website. And that way you can make movie night and picking the next movie or show that you're watching so much easier. And honestly, I hated spending 40 minutes trying to find something before we actually watched it. And so saved a lot of uh, headache and hassle and kind of just frustration in our house. So check that out. This is coming out on Wednesday. So by Friday, you can have a much easier family movie viewing process in place. All right. App number four is probably one you're going to be like, wait, what? But it is YouTube. I know there is so much stuff on YouTube, but what I love about YouTube for making my life more minimal is that it allows me to let go of a lot of things. And so what I mean by that is YouTube has so much information on it and it has a great search engine built in because it's owned by Google. So you are able to find a lot of the information that you need, which allows you to let go of a lot of the paper and items you have probably been holding on to for a while because you weren't sure if you needed to refer back to them. And this came up in the Chaos to Calm Summit. Someone was asking, I think I even talked about it last week on the show, and they were talking about how they file things and they've got a bunch of different things in their paper files. And one of those things that they're hesitant about throwing away are these appliance manuals or like the the manuals that come with any electronic thing that you buy. And what I said was, just think about, let's, let's say the coffee maker broke. Would I go look through all of my paper files to try to find the paper manual that I had that I got two years ago and stuffed in this file drawer? Or would I pull out my phone and Google it? And nine times out of 10, you would pull out your phone and Google it. And more often than not, it would be on YouTube, right? That's what I love about YouTube is you can look on there and find somebody who has had a problem that you have and you can watch them give you the step-by-step solution to fix it. So that is one of my favorite ways to use YouTube. We actually do pay for YouTube premium because we enjoy a lot of the creators on there. So we enjoy being able to watch and um, give back to them in that way as well. So I know that one might be a surprise to you that I'm suggesting YouTube, but definitely recommend it because it is really a great process for being able to find information that you might have to look for otherwise, and you can watch people do it in real time and see how things actually work. App number five, I have definitely mentioned this one before, and it is Libby. Libby is my favorite. I am I probably open Libby more than any other app on my phone other than my email because I'm constantly listening to audiobooks or reading ebooks through Libby. And recently I've been trying to get more into paper books, um, especially in the evenings. I'm trying to get off my phone and our daughter and I are trying to read together a little bit more and make that something that we do 
because she reads every night before bed, but I would also like to model that behavior for her as well. And so I do have some paper books that I am trying to read, but I love Libby because I love to read. I love reading nonfiction books. I love reading fiction books. I just love that. And it's one way that I kind of nourish my brain as I'm doing things that don't need a lot of brain power. So if I'm folding laundry or I'm washing dishes or I'm cleaning the house, I am either listening to a podcast or I'm listening to a book on Libby. So that is just one of the things I love to do. And if you haven't checked out Libby, absolutely check it out. It Usually through your library, you can sign up with your library card and get free audiobooks or free ebooks to check out. You can even get magazine subscriptions through there. And it's just a really amazing way to be able to learn and get information and have all of this right at your fingertips. And what's even better is when the book is expired, you can re-up your subscription for it, but it automatically goes back. So you don't have to worry about late fees or returning anything. It's automatically done for you. Now, if your library doesn't use Libby, another option might be Cloud Library. That's another app I have on my phone. Because what's interesting is San Diego City uses one option and San Diego County uses a different option. So that's another thing to look into is if you don't think your library uses Libby, check to see if you have a city and a county library or maybe even a state library. I don't know if they have state libraries, but here we I have two libraries that service my address. And so it's really nice to be able to have the options. So yes, Libby is one and Cloud Library is the other. And I will, of course, leave links in the show notes. All right, let's take another quick break. And when we come back, we'll finish up the list of apps that I love and use all the time. When it comes to raising kids, there's so much to consider. Things like, what do we feed them? When do we feed them? How do they sleep? What does it look like to raise kind kids? How does their nervous system work? How do I keep myself calm? What are my triggers? There's so much that comes into play, and we are distilling all of that information for you at Voices of Your Village podcast, where we bring experts in the field of early childhood and education and psychology and across the board so that you don't have to comb the internet for information. You get to show up and hang out and have shame-free, judgment-free conversations and insights into what it looks like to raise kind, empathetic, emotionally intelligent humans. I'm Alyssa Blask Campbell. I have a master's degree in early childhood education. I'm a mom of two, and I am walking this journey right alongside you doing this work. Come hang out with me at Voices of Your Village, and we can dive into real conversations with actionable tips. If you're a parent, I invite you to join us at the Mindful Mama podcast, where it's all about becoming a less irritable, more joyful parent. With sometimes hilarious and always thought-provoking experts and friends, at Mindful Mama, we know that you cannot give what you do not have. And when you have calm and peace within, then you can give it to your children. I'm Hunter Clark Fields, and I can't wait to see you there. Listen in to the Mindful Mama podcast. All right, welcome. The next app I want to tell you about is probably the simplest one on the list. It's really, really easy, but it's been really great in helping me declutter and keep a running tally of all the things that we're decluttering. I know sometimes it can feel a little overwhelming or a little underwhelming maybe when you're decluttering and you think like, gosh, I just haven't gotten rid of that much or I haven't made that much progress. But I love the Tally app because literally all I do, I open up the app, and I set up decluttering, like a decluttering list. 
So I have a declutter list that I set up in 2022, and I had a 2023 declutter list because, again, I was still trying to do the avalanche declutter challenges there. So it's been really fun getting to track our progress over the years. Now, have I been perfect about it? No. Does it have all of the things we've decluttered? No, it doesn't. But it's really fun to be able to look back and track. So in 2022, I actually had 543 items on the list that I decluttered. And in 2023, I had 401 things on the list that I decluttered. So really great. On that second one, I didn't quite hit the avalanche declutter challenge. I'm sure it's because I didn't actually track all the things. I know I hit that target because I know I did it with everyone last year. But it is just really great to be able to look back and go, oh my gosh, that's a lot of things. I'm not going to attempt to do the math right here while I'm on this episode, but it's really great to see how much we've decluttered. And it's just kind of shocking to think that we've decluttered that much when you look around the house and you still see how much stuff you have. So don't let that part you know, don't feel guilty about that part, but use it as a motivator to be like, oh, can I beat last year's number? Just if you want to challenge yourself. But it's super simple. All you do is you hit the plus button when you open the app, you title your list, and then you can either let it reset your tally or not. It's really super simple. You can do default counts, you can set a target, you can do all sorts of stuff. And then every time you go to declutter or add something to your list, all you do is you just tap the list. So if I just tapped on the button that comes up that shows the 2023 declutter, if I just tapped on it, it would add one item to that list that we decluttered. And so it's just super, super simple. And kids really enjoy doing this too. So it's a great way to motivate your kids to say like, hey, can you find 10 things to declutter and then tap that 10 times and add it to the list? The little ones really get into it. So Tally is a great app, T-A-L-L-Y. And I will link to that, of course, in the show notes. All right, I have two more that I want to talk about, and they're not necessarily apps per se, but they are things I do on my phone to make myself more productive. And the first one is to turn on focus mode on my phone. So if you don't know how to do that, well, I have an Apple, and I know you can do it on Android phones as well, but in the settings, if you look on your settings, you can change your app mode. So on Apple, you would just do it on your main home screen and on Android, I think you do it in the settings, but you might also be able to do it in your main home screen. But you can set it to do not disturb, which is amazing. And so that way, if you are in work mode, you can say, hey, don't disturb me for this next hour or until this evening or until I leave this location, which is a really great one if you're in someplace that needs you to be focused or maybe you're out to dinner and you don't want to get notifications or anything like that. Now, what's also great is you can set your do not disturb settings to allow your favorite list to come through. So let's say you want to go out for dinner with your husband and you don't want to be disturbed by anybody. But of course, if the babysitter needs you, you want to make sure that her call comes through. So you would set your babysitter's phone number, her cell phone number, into your favorite contacts in your phone. That means that that number will come through. So for me, my immediate family and the school are on my favorites list so that if those people call, those will automatically come through no matter what is happening. Because again, I want to be able to get the emergency calls, but I don't want to get all the dings and bells and whistles and things that come through on a regular basis. So learning how to turn on focus mode is huge and that's really helpful. And what also helps is being able to set a sleep schedule or a schedule in my phone 
to help me start to wind down at the end of the day. So my phone will start to lock itself down progressively as the day goes on so that I can kind of start to slowly unwind at the end of the night because I have a tendency to work and work and work and work and not turn things off. So I need my phone. I don't need it, but I really enjoy that my phone can help me in that and help me start to pull back when I really should be winding down. And then the final one I want to leave you with is whatever music app you use on your phone. So you might use Spotify, you might use Apple Music, you might use YouTube Music, you might use Amazon Music. There are so many different ones. So you pick your flavor. I'm not really particular into any certain one, but setting up playlists that help you in different areas of your life. So maybe you have a cleaning one that's a little more energizing. Maybe you have a downtime one that's a little more calming and soothing. Maybe you have a dinner playlist and that's kind of depending on if you want your family to help you or if you're by yourself, it could be your favorite music. It could be like an international flavor, kind of to whatever you feel like doing. If you have a focus one, I generally will put on a focus playlist when I need to get deep work done. So whether I'm outlining or I'm responding to emails or I'm planning things in the business, that's when I will turn on my focus mode. And then I also, like I was saying before, I love listening to different podcasts and getting inspired. Um, getting the news that way is really helpful. I do have, I love the Newsworthy podcast. It's one of my favorite. I listen to it in the morning as I'm making my coffee now. And it's been a really fun way for me to pull away from looking news up on my phone and just getting it in a quick 10 minute little snippet, which I love, love, love. And so that's been helpful to kind of replace a habit where I could go down that rabbit hole and get stuck into my phone which I generally tend to do. So I try to stay away from that kind of stuff as much as I can. And so I love being able to set these different playlists, set these different intentions and being able to pull them up because once we can tap into our different senses, it makes it so much easier for us to kind of hit that habit and get into that auto mode that we have. And so be able to be more productive faster um, or just kind of switch into that mode, right? So if we're going from being productive or being busy with work to like hanging out with the kids, when we switch that playlist over, it's another trigger in our mind to say like, okay, hey, switch your focus. We're over here now. And I just love being able to do that through music or any other cues that we can have in our life that make those habits a little bit easier to stick with. All right, so those are the apps. I'll do a quick little recap for them. The number one was Intent, then Notion, then Rate, then YouTube, then Libby, then Tally, then the focus mode on your phone so that you can set those settings to create your habits, and then music and inspiration and creating playlists to help you transition into the different uh, periods and times and intentions in your daily life. All right, with that, I want to turn it to you. I want to know what apps do you use on a regular basis that make your life better? Did I mention any new ones that you're going to check out that you didn't know about? I would absolutely love to know, and I would love to learn from you as well. So send me a DM on Instagram or comment on this post for this episode. I'm wannabe clutter free on the social channels, and you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and Pinterest. Or if you have more questions and want to get more feedback, come on over to the Wannabe Minimalist group, uh, family group on Facebook and share with that community. There will be a discussion thread for this episode and we would love to chat with you in the comments. As always, thank you for joining me today. I am so grateful you are here. I hope that the information I provide is helpful 
And if you like what you hear, I hope you subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And make sure you're inviting some friends along on this journey. It is much, 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 much more fun when you're doing this with a support system. And if you don't really want to hear those ads that I took a couple breaks for, I do have that supporter feed available for you where you can listen to every episode ad-free for less than the price of one cup of coffee each month. So I'll leave a link in the show notes or you can go to wannabeclutterfree.com forward slash supporter. Thank you so much for joining me today. With that, I hope you have an amazing day. And until next time, keep decluttering, keep moving forward, find some things to simplify in your life and know that I've got your back. I'm Deanna Yates and you've been listening to Wanna Be Clutter Free. I'll see you next week. Cheers. Oh, hey, everybody. It's us, Blair and Molly, your old pals from Toddler Purgatory. Two moms who are also actors, who are also creative beings, who sometimes feel stuck. And this is our new podcast, Unsticking It with Blair and Molly. What happens when your creative spark just seems to disappear? Gone. Poof. Bye. See ya. What happens when life gets in the way of your creativity instead of nourishing it? That's what happened to Molly and me. We felt like the thing that drove us creatively stopped working and impending doom had in fact impended. Totally. So we decided to do something about it. And that was steal ideas about getting unstuck from the most creative people we can find. We talked to guests about how to break through the mucky, gluey, sticky wall that can get between you and your creativity. We hear about their journeys, their successes, their challenges, and even their bougie coffee shop orders. And we're not just talking Bob Ross type paint on paper artists here, though we talk to them too. We're talking to actors, creative directors, dancers, and people who are working hard to be their best creative selves in a world that can sometimes feel real uncreative. We all have something to teach each other, so let's steal their ideas together. Join us, won't you, as we deep dive into how to unstick ourselves from the life gunk that can get in the way of our creative freedom. Pandemics, school calendars, world events, lack of sleep, oh, get out of their life gunk. And let's get back to your best creative self. Subscribe to Unsticking It with Blair and Molly. You're not going to want to miss an episode. Unsticking It with Blair and Molly, because sometimes life sucks. Unsticking it.